This is episode 78 on Alternative Health Tools, the podcast, and today we're talking with Lisa Victoria, and it's titled Health from Across the Pond, because, well, she's in the UK, and the topics that she talks about today will inspire your health. I have in the studio, Lisa Victoria. Is it Davies too? Yes. So my middle name's Victoria. My surname's Davis. Davis. Yes. Very nice. Great. So I've gone through your website. We met um, at the Chamber of Commerce, Carlsbad, California at a first Friday breakfast. Breakfast was okay, but meeting you was fabulous. Likewise, John. Yeah, yeah. I felt the connection because of the health thing and and you were looking for health and... and, uh, so it was interesting. You're from the UK. You want to talk a little bit about yourself and kind of... Sure. I uh, am based in the UK currently. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm in Wales. And I guess to bring me to the journey where I am today as a health coach, I was quite a quiet little girl and I didn't have a lot of confidence And as I went through school, I just thought I'd get my head down and study. And I went to university. And after university, I did my accountancy degree. Um, But what happened at university was I got chronic fatigue syndrome. Is that from like just pushing it too hard? Yeah. And and I think not following my purpose in life. I think I I felt like life was quite um, hard work, really, because I was doing the accounting because I thought that that was a good thing to do rather than following my heart. And in doing that, I was pushing myself. And and I think that's what made me ill. I wasn't following my purpose. And when we fast forward a few years from there, I discovered coaching and the love for helping people. So I qualified as a coach, first and foremost, with, with the mental side and how to feel good and how to live your purpose. And I went on this journey, and it completely transformed my life. I went from this quiet little girl who had no confidence to quite regularly standing on stage training people and, you know, 120 people in a room for a whole afternoon and absolutely loved it. So I know it works Mm. because I've been on that journey myself. So can you, what, can you describe the journey? You said you went on a journey. Absolutely. I didn't have any self-belief. I didn't have any confidence. I, Like I said, I qualified as an accountant, but I still didn't feel good enough. I still thought that there was more that I should be doing. I should mm-hmm. have more experience. And when I, when I went on the coaching course myself before I qualified to be a coach, I just learned that confidence is an inside job. It is. And we release those feelings or... We don't release those feelings. It's as simple as that. And I learned how to release those feelings and how to have that self-belief and how to have that confidence. And over time, just practicing having that self-belief, having that confidence, that was the journey I went on. And even now, each day I work on that. You know, I, I do quite a lot of personal development still. You know, I, I'm I'm not saying 
I'm, I'm perfect in any way or shape or form. And occasionally I do have bad days where my negative voice will say to me, oh, you, you need to do more or take you out the present and, and uh-huh. you know, push you into the future. So you are paying attention to the voices, huh? A hundred percent. Yeah. Before, the negative voice used to run quite a lot of my day and say, you can't feel good until you've achieved X, Y, or Z. Whereas now I hear that negative voice, but I don't value it. Have you ever tried like turning it down really low so you can hardly hear it? Absolutely. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's what I recommend people yeah. do. And then turn up the volume really high on the really great voice that really nurtures you. And there's my experience is there's usually two voices in your head. Yeah. And that's what, what I help people with now is coach them to turn the volume up on, on the happy voice nice. and turn the volume down on, on the not so helpful voice. Yeah. And so you're living more in, in the happy voice rather than the, what I call the negative voice. Yeah. So I, you know, I explore, uh, I explore a lot of kind of the path that you're on as well. Like I do it a lot. And so one thing I'm aware of is that in terms of becoming esteemed, um, for most people, it it's about sort of just diving in and doing something and, you know, learning it really well so you feel good about it. But I also question whether adding the component about something you really love because it sounded like early on you were like down the path of accounting. Yes. Yeah, because I'm guessing you thought you should. Yes. It's that should, could, would. Yeah. All those words and – Actually, all we want is a feeling. All we want is to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason why we ever do anything in life, whether that's a job or a hobby or a relationship, is to feel good. Mm-hmm. And quite often society says, well, you should you should be an accountant because then people will respect you because you're doing a, a good profession. Right. And that yeah. was where my negative voice was coming from because I was blonde, you know, society in the UK, dumb, you know, dumb blondes, don't be a dumb blonde. So, so do a good job. And Is then that what somebody would say? I'm yeah. glad you're in Southern California. The whole thing's different here. Really? Sure. And that's one of the, you know, what I call the actor's script is, is the actor's script page from the UK is, you know, dot, dumb blondes and if you want to get rid of that stigma then you have to prove yourself Mm -hmm. and that's where i was coming from with the accountancy and i was doing it for other people rather than for 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 me and what made Mm -hmm. me happy Mm -hmm. nice so and over um was there a particular moment for you when this what i call a defining moment happened was it like a dream or was it when when was this defining moment what was the defining moment for you I think the defining moment for me was I felt like there was something missing in my life. I obviously had the good career in accounting. I had, you know, a nice house, fantastic family, really good friends. But I felt like there was something missing. And I didn't know whether that was I wanted to move back to Wales to be close to my parents. Was it was it the job? Was it the relationship? And I was just searching for external things to fill that hole. I felt kind of eight out of 10 good most days. Like I said, my life was, was good, but I felt like I could get more. And that defining moment for me was then when I went on this coaching course Mm -hmm. and I realized that actually it wasn't anything external that I was searching for to make me feel good. It was just flipping it and allowing those feelings to come out 
without having to have the external things to to you know make you happy and that was a defining moment for me as I learned how to choose my feelings and how to choose my so, thoughts I'm really glad you said that because I'm a firm believer that you can choose how you feel absolutely and that that's that's what I do now is I wake up every morning and I set my intention for the day and I say how do I want to feel at the end of today what would a good day look like for me and it's not about the doing it's not about what I've done in that day it's about how I want to feel at the end of the day mm-hmm. and if you can pick a feeling for the day you can check in with yourself throughout the day and check that you're on track because that negative voice will creep in and say, oh, you've not done that. You need to be stressed or you're late for this meeting. So you need to be worried about you what's going to happen. This. You should, you could, you would. And if you've picked your feeling up front in the day and if it's just happy or calm or content or excited, you can absolutely check in with yourself throughout the day and make sure that you're living that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. So, I was, you know, actually it kind of begs the question when you woke up this morning and you chose to have a feeling, what kind of feeling would you like to have after this podcast? I just want to feel excited that I can help other people. I want to feel excited that, you know, I've had this amazing opportunity mm-hmm. and happy that I'm living the life that I want to live now and just, just, it's that calm and content contentment so all of those feelings really for me a mixture of excitement happiness calm and contentment it's that's a perfect day for me nice so in terms of your clients you work with um businesses corporations companies and individuals right i do yes okay so the way in which i do that is i work on a one-to-one with individuals and i teach them educate them on how to choose to be happy and also how the mood food connection comes in as well because when we um eat certain foods it affects our gut bacteria and that can affect our mood and there's a massive connection between our gut brain and our brain in our head and i educate people on a one-to-one basis on how to enhance their um mood through food as well as through their positive thoughts because it's all very connected when i work with um corporate the corporate world i run workshops and i basically educate uh, the employers on how to allow their employees to be healthier so i run workshops for the employees but also work with the employer to say well that vending machine there you've got that's full of sugar mm-hmm. actually can we take that out and put some fruit bowls in because you're not helping your employees be as healthy as they can possibly be and when employees are healthy and happy they're more productive so it's a win-win for everybody yeah. the employees are healthy and happy they enjoy a fantastic life the employers get better productivity and better results and and that whole thing about people wanting to work in that in that organization and then i can walk away happy thinking that i've actually transformed some people's lives nice nice you know you take sugar out of the the vending machines and the quality of work is going to be so much higher because there's not this insulin spike going on. That's a a large part of it. Yes. And that's when I work with my clients is one of the first things I explain is, is the implications of insulin. When we eat a lot of sugar, we have the sugar crashes. And that is one of the major causes of tiredness, fatigue, all the modern day diseases. So obesity is massive at the minute. 
you know, you've, you've also got, got inflammation, so arthritis, chronic fatigue syndrome was was an inflammatory disease caused caused by sugar and eating the wrong foods, and that was what I learned on my journey, and that's why I'm so passionate about it now, helping other people manage their sugar intake. So you managed yours first? Yes. And then became passionate? Yes. So my journey was I had chronic fatigue syndrome. I went to the doctors and they couldn't help me. They just said, we don't know what's wrong with you. We've tested you for all sorts of other things. We think it's chronic fatigue. Here's some antidepressants. Take those and go away. (laughs) And for me, I just, I wanted some answers. I wanted to get better. I was 23 years old and I was facing a life of no energy and not being able to enjoy activities with my friends and family. And that wasn't good enough for me that I just wasn't willing to accept that. I tried acupuncture, I tried reflexology, so I went on my own journey and I found a nutritionist and within six weeks my health had gone from being someone who was bedridden and walking into walls to someone who was able to function again. The brain fog had lifted, I had more energy and I just felt alive again and that was what started me on the health coaching journey to combine that with the mindset as well and, and to help people know that they have options and know that they have the ability to influence their health. Mm-hmm. Nice. A true life coach. I meet a lot of people that call themselves life coaches but have no business coaching. Thank you. Yeah. So we talked the other day also about, you know, the uh, wounded healer. We did. Yeah, which is my definition for shaman. Uh-huh. So it's just, you know, you can't go to a workshop and become a shaman. There's a there's a whole thing that happens, I think. And it, it's what I got from our conversation the other day. That you, you're a shaman. You, you've been wounded. You healed yourself. And now you're healing others or helping those people. I think that's really important. If you've been through it yourself, you understand how it feels And then you can have that compassion for another person who's going through that. And whether they've got a condition that's chronic fatigue or whether they've got a condition that's diabetes type 2, I know how they feel because I know what it's like to struggle with health and not have answers and feel helpless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think it's quite magical now that I, I have some alternative ways for people to influence their health and that's why i love doing what i do because i transform my own health and i want other people to be able to enjoy that benefit themselves nice so who um individually is kind of an ideal client and you know we could sit here and go everybody but that's just not true so i mean in your experience and stuff you know who's who's uh, an ideal client an ideal client uh, on an individual level is someone who feels like they're stuck they're struggling with their health be that mental health so on an average day they just don't feel good enough they've not got any confidence their self-esteem's low they want to do something more with their life Mm -hmm. but they don't know how or on the health side is they've got health condition they've tried other avenues and they want to change but they don't know how So the ideal client for me is someone who wants to change, someone who's ready, and someone who just doesn't know how, and I can give them that how. So they're self-motivated. Yes. And and they're advocating for their own health. Yes. And they simply need a coach to lead them through this process. Yes. Boy, that's simple. (laughs) Pick up the phone, folks. (laughs) 
<laughs> so what about uh, at a corporate level? At a corporate level, it's it's corporations who want to lead the way. They want to do something different and have a different, you know, a competitive advantage over other. So it's a part of their culture they want to yes. install. Absolutely. When I work with a lot of clients in the UK, they're quite focused on the, the mindset. Mm -hmm. So they'll do a lot of, they'll bring people in for meditations. They'll bring people in for back massages to try and relax people. There's a lot of companies in the UK that aren't working on the health. And that's where I add value to them. Going in, saying to them, you know, what are you offering your employees here? You've got the vending machines. You've got the canteen that's full of chips and sandwiches and basically sugar overload. What are you doing to employees? And then running the workshops to educate the employees on, on, on the benefits of eating a clean diet as mm -hmm. well and having those positive thoughts. So the ideal corporate client is someone who's forward thinking, someone who wants to create a better environment for their employees and they care about their employees' well-being, both mm -hmm. physical and mental. So here in the States, we have... Um HR directors, human resource directors, do they have that in the UK? Yes, they do. Okay, so was that the person that you want to contact? Yeah, HR directors or forward-thinking CEOs of companies if they're a smaller organization mm -hmm. and they want to they want to do something different and and you know, get better productivity but also care about the well-being of their staff. Yeah, so HR directors, CEOs. Mhm. Mm nice. All right. So anything else you want to add? I was going to ask you about, I, I thought I read on your website something about Lord, a dog or something. Maybe I'm like all wrong about it. She's smiling. What, my, did I get that wrong? My dog? Yeah. Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. I have a little cocker spaniel. What's his name? Lord Louis. Lord Louie. I want to hear all about Lord Louie. My twin sister is a dog trainer. Oh, really? And she will be listening to this podcast. Oh, wow. So she'll want to like, what are the challenges you have with Lord Louie? Lord Louie. Well, he's just amazing. Um, oh, dogs. everybody says that. Yeah, I'm a bit biased, but dogs, I think they just bring joy to your life. You know, I get home from work or I've been out and he's just so happy to see me. <laughs> they just bring you so much love. It's unconditional. They say the benefits of actually having a dog and stroking them, you know, really good for mental health as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. But Lord Louis came about, uh, he's four and a half now, and when I got him, he's got a little face, um, and he looks like a monkey face, so I wanted oh, really? to call him something along the lines of a monkey. And I saw the program The Jungle Book, I don't know oh, if sure. it's in The Jungle Book, and it's got King Louis in it. Oh, that's right. So that's how Lord Louis kind of came to fruition, really. So he, he originally started off as King Louis, but being so young, I thought he's, he's too young to be a king. So Lord Louis, and then that's how, how he got his name. But he's a little cocker spaniel. He's, he, yeah, he is my world. He's my little baby. I don't have children yet. Um, but I call him my fur baby and he comes to golf with me. And yeah, he's, he's just, yeah, amazing. Your, your four legged fur baby. Yes. Oh, that's, that's really wonderful. <laughs> that's really great. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I guess just thank you um, yeah, for your time today. It's It's been brilliant. And if there's anybody out there listening who feels stuck, contact me. Um, I'm here to help. I want to help. And there is a different way. Okay. You don't have to be um, 
stuck. Okay, so you're in the UK, but now you're in the San Diego area. She has great ambitions for moving here, and I'm going to do whatever I can to help facilitate that. You have interest in podcasting. Yes. I'm looking for a host. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see how this goes as well. Brilliant. Thank you, John. Yeah, it's brilliant. That's what they say in the UK. So how do people get in touch with you? Like your website in the UK, what's the address? So my website is lisavictoria.co.uk. lisavictoria.co.uk. Yes. And my email address is shine, because I want people to shine. So that's S-H-I-N-E at lisavictoria.co.uk. Okay, great. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you very much for for having me here. It's been wonderful. You're welcome.